Football, eh? Football, football, football. Have we missed it? Probably not after that. <laughs> what is going on, guys? If you're watching this, welcome to the Rambling Reds. I'm your host, Ben, and today I am on my own because it's Saturday. It's half past two. The guys are all doing things, and um, yeah, there's not much else, much of our opportunity to get this stream out. So I thought, you know what? I'll just go live on my own um, and talk about that shambles that I've just sat and watched on my Saturday afternoon. A lovely Saturday afternoon as well. Sun is shining. I'm about to go out, so I needed to get this stream done as quick as possible, really. And um, yeah, there's so much to talk about, isn't there? Not necessarily good things, but um, I'm here to address it as honest as I can. And Ali straight away says rubbish. Yeah, 100%. That's pretty much all you can say about that performance, really. Rubbish. There's nothing else you can say. Um, just from start to finish, there was moments of you know, not even brilliant. It's just there was a there was a couple of moments where you're thinking, oh, we're going to kick on now and get the win. And it just never came. Um, I don't know. It was just so disjointed, so flat, so slow, slow, so sluggish. A bit of a tongue twister there. And from what we saw against Man City in a community shield, that was just completely different. Like that was not the same team whatsoever. Um, that was, if you want the link, mate, I can, I can, send it you somehow i know you're not on twitter at the minute but if you want to jump on and have your say mate let me know where i can send the link to and i can get you on bro but um big up ben shit performance we were lucky we got a draw 100 we were lucky to get a draw 100 percent um we'll get on to the talking points of the game in just a moment but to be honest i thought the penalty was very soft and i'm not just saying that because it's virgil i'm not just saying that because it's liverpool I feel like he has dangled his leg in there, of course. And when you dangle a leg, you're asking for for trouble. But on the other on the other hand, I looked at it again, and I'm I'm looking to see where Virgil has actually made the contact. And unless somebody can show me an angle I haven't seen, I didn't really see any contact there. So I'm gonna have to look at it again. Dear, you're out, bro. That's understandable, mate. It's Saturday afternoon. Um, hope you enjoy your weekend, bro, as much as you can. The Reds have kind of ruined it a bit, but. Listen, there's more to life than football. So you go out and do your thing, bro. Thiago injured now. Klopp can wake up and see the midfield being overrun. Look, I, again, we'll get into that. I have a couple of things to say about the midfield and the decisions we've made in the, in the, in the window. And yeah, I guess we'll start off by talking about the lineup. Now, the lineup, um, the lineup for me was pretty much predictable, right? Let me see if I can share my screen so you guys can see what I'm looking at. Here we are. So um, that's the lineup. We all knew what the lineup was. We all knew what the lineup was going to be. The only, the only thing that was up for debate in that, in my opinion, was Firmino or Nunes. And I made a big case for Firmino starting. I said he's still got a point to prove in this team. Um, he's still, you know, got class about him. He can still do things. And today he did nothing. Today he did absolutely nothing. I love Bobby Firmino. I've stood by him when others haven't. I've, you know, made it perfectly clear that I love the guy. But today he was shocking, and it was it was blatantly obvious within the first thirty minutes of that game that this game is perfect for Darwin Nunes, and that if Darwin Nunes comes on and plays a part in this game, he'll do something. And I tweeted at halftime. I said it in the space. I said it in group chats. Like this game is calling out and screaming out for Darwin Nunes. He comes on, he gets a goal and an assist. I think he did anyway, didn't he? Um, so. Yeah, I, he should have started, to be honest. In hindsight, I know it's a wonderful thing, um, but Darwin Nunes came on once again in half an hour. 
and um, you know he he made such a difference and got me a bag of FPL points. So <laughs> at least there's something good coming from that on FPL. I'm I'm on about forty points now. So that's the first thing you can see with that lineup. Darwin Nunes should have started over Firmino. The midfield for me was so predictable. I thought that would be the midfield. The only thing you could really say that could have changed is Harvey Elliott starting because once he came on, he was easily our best midfielder in the game. He looked so sharp, so bright. You know, when he plays, I feel like we look far more advanced than when Henderson plays at that right centre mid spot. Um, and I don't think Henderson's place in this team should be guaranteed whatsoever. Not just based on today's game, but there's been so many games where he's just not been at it. Like, And today he just looked completely off it, completely off it. But I will also go on to the other two midfielders because they're not going to get away with it. Um, but um, yeah, it wasn't good from the captain today. He almost redeemed himself by scoring a rocket at the end, but... Nah, he was shocking. Uh, Donald Trump's time traveling, Blazians. Big up to you, mate. Subscribe if you haven't, if you're new around here. Um, tragic Arsenal taking everything this season. Come on, you gunners. Well, we'll see about that. Arsenal fans always say that, don't they, in the first game of the season. So we'll see. Allison, I don't think really had much to do whatsoever. All his shots really came straight at him that he had to save. The penalty, I wasn't confident with Allison on penalties because his penalty saving record isn't great. Um, so I thought Mitrovic was going to score. Mitrovic, by the way, what a player. We'll get on to him in a minute, but is this going to be the season where Mitrovic actually plays in the Premier League and smashes it? We'll see. Um, but the back four, Robertson, Virgil, Matip and Trent, um, none of them played well today, in my opinion. Not one of them. I think Robertson was probably the best out of the four. You know, he puts that nice ball in, um, which falls to Diaz. And I think if that's Nunes... Sorry, just spitting my chewing gum out so I can take a drink. Um, if that's Nunes, I think it's a goal. So it's just unfortunate that it fell to Diaz. Um, and then Robertson would have been on an assist. He put a couple of nice balls in. So I think out of the four, Robertson played the best. Van Dyke looked off it, like his long balls that we always see him do. Um, he, I don't know, that like, he just wasn't his, his normal self. We know how good Virgil is. We know how amazing Virgil is, and today he wasn't at his standard. Joel Matip, similarly the same. Trent, miles off it, nowhere near his best, not even half as good as what we know he can be. In the midfield three, I've already briefly discussed them. Thiago, shocking. I know he's got his little hamstring injury, so I'm not going to go too hard on him, and I can only pray that it's a little tweak and it's you know maybe going to be one or two games maximum because if he's out, then boy, we, we're not looking good, are we? But... Fabinho and Henderson, both of them shocking. And I think it's important that we do say about Fabinho and, and Thiago um, as well, by the way, because Henderson will naturally get the stick. Henderson's always going to get the slander on the timeline because he's a captain. He's, you know, the the passion merchant, as they say, the, the Brexit brother of destruction, all those kind of things. And I agree Henderson isn't good enough, in my opinion, to start 38 games of the season at least, but Thiago and Fabinho, and I know people say, oh, they've got credit in the bank. They do, but I'm not talking about last season. I'm not talking about games gone by. I'm talking about this game, this 90 minutes of football, and Thiago Alcantara was as bad as Jordan Henderson. I'm sorry he was, and I love Thiago. He's one of my favourite players in the club. I've got him on a shirt. He's one of the best midfielders I've seen play at this team. When I've been to games live, Thiago Alcantara has been one of the, the best performing players at most games I've been to. 
he has that spark in him where you don't necessarily see it on the telly. You have to be there in the flesh to see how good Thiago Alcantara is. So I know how special of a football player this guy is, but that doesn't mean I can't go in on him when he plays poorly. He was terrible today, just as bad as Henderson. But you won't hear that on social media. Nobody will say it. People are just going to go in on Jordan Henderson and leave Thiago Alcantara and Fabinho out. And that's not fair in my opinion. No matter how bad Henderson was, the other two were just as bad. So I think it's important that we hold those two to the standards that we hold Henderson. So that's just my piece on the midfield. All three of them were trash today. And in fact, I'd bring Naby Keita in against Palace on Saturday or Monday, whenever that game is. I don't know when it is. But Naby Keita, for me, has to start. Those three players should not... I know Thiago is injured, so he's, he probably will start. But even then, why not go for Brino, Naby and Elliot? You know, mix it up. These guys can't just keep getting guaranteed starts if they're not playing to the standard. And I know it's the first game of the season, but you know we want to we want to carry on. We want to carry on exactly how we we intend to play across the season. So for me, bring Naby in, bring Elliot in, let Fabinho play because he's the only player that we we've really got to play that role. And yeah, that's that would be my midfield for for Monday night. Fabinho, Naby, and Elliot. But it's not going to be. Henderson's going to start. We all know that. Donald Trump's time traveling blazing says, now, nah, mate, watch those first 30, 20, those first 20 minutes. I don't see anyone beating us. Jesus. Has, Jesus. Jesus gets 50. Pl- okay, I'm not even going to finish reading that comment. But yeah, you do you, bro. You do you. Um, the front three, uh, Firmino, I've already touched on, was shocking. You know, it's a bit sad when that happens because I, I do like to back Firmino. There's so much stuff said about him. But, you know, those guys that run there. They got they got their their way, and I think when people set these agendas, they're they're happy that they're right. They don't want to be proven wrong, so people will actually be happy about their bobbing agenda today. So, yeah, um, congratulations if you've got a bobbing agenda. He was crap, and you were right, and I was wrong. So, there we go. Um, Luis Diaz um, had that good chance where he hits the bar. But again, not really. I don't think he really got involved in the game as much as I'd have liked him to. Um, Kenny Tate was on a yellow card, and I thought, oh, if Luis Diaz keeps going at him, he could potentially get him sent off. But he just he didn't really do anything apart from that. Um, same with Mo Salah. To be fair, I know he came alive in the last twenty minutes, gets his goal, gets his assist, uh, gets me a bag of FPL points as well as Darwin Nunes. So at least that's something coming out of today. But those three guys just not you know, not playing to the standard that we know they can. And then obviously when the, the, the bench players come on, um, obviously Milner came on and there was a meltdown on the timeline about that. But I, I don't get that, to be honest. I know Milner is nobody's favourite player to come on. Nobody wants James Milner to come on when you've got Naby, when you've got Harvey, even Carvalho. But was he as, as bad as the others? Could he have been any worse? No. He literally couldn't have been any worse than the guys that started the game, in my opinion. The guys that started the game were awful. Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson, all three of them. So I wasn't even mad about Milner coming on. So, yeah, and D, you're right. I said it as well. Milner is arguably one of the best in preseason. 100% agree with that. So when Milner came on for me, I wasn't like, oh, Milner's coming on. No, the game's gone. I was actually thinking, you know what? Fair play. Because he can't be worse than what's already on the pitch. Um... Ali says, when are people going to start blaming Klopp and FSG for not buying midfielders? Our midfield is SHIT. And look, I will I will, I will, will mention that in a minute, mate. So if you want to stick around, we'll get on to 
the window and if there's still time to do anything. By the way, guys, if you are new to the channel and you're watching on YouTube, please smash the like button and subscribe because I'm on the way to 200 subs. Um, it would mean a lot if you could hit that subscribe button, turn your notifications on. Usually we have a panel of four, but like I said at the start of the stream, everyone's busy today um, and I kind of needed to get the stream out because I'm going out in a bit. So, um, yeah. And also, if you want to listen on the go, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So just search Rambling Reds or once this video goes live on YouTube, the links will be in the description for those platforms. So when, when Milner came on, like I was saying, I wasn't mad about it. I was thinking, you know what? Klopp's actually showed some balls there for bringing him on, bringing Fabinho off. Maybe it was a bit of a fitness thing for Fabinho, but I thought that was one of his worst performance in a long, 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 long time. He just looked miles off it. I don't know what he's done in preseason, but he doesn't look ready. Um, Harvey Elliott, when he came on, I thought he was a breath of fresh air. That's why I want him to start against Palace. What he had in that 20, 30 minute spell is what we were missing all game. That link up with Mo Salah, just constantly driving forward with the ball. And he's a special kid. And for me, he should probably start in the next game. And Connor, my co-host on the TAT pod. How are you, mate? Bad day at the office. Games like these cost us at the end. Oh, that's what I li I tweeted that as well. Um, it's draws like this that will cost us at the end. And it did last season. So... We've just got to hope, haven't we, that we get our act together and West Ham get something against Man City. It's 38 games, of course it is, but, you know, we know how costly just one game dropping points can be. By the way, Connor is the is the guy responsible for making my channel look nice. He made this background. Uh, he makes my thumbnails. Although, Connor, there is a mistake in the thumbnail. I'll let you see if you can spot it, but it's all good, bro. appreciate you. Thank you for dropping by, mate. Um... So who else is there? Darwin Nunes, of course. When he came on, I was like, thank, thank, like, you know, he just comes on and changes the game. And it's it's a surprise. It's not a surprise, is it, really? When you see what he did against um, Man City, well, not Wembley, the King Power, he did the exact same thing. You know, he came on for half an hour, changed the game, just ran at them, caused all sorts of problems, scores a goal. And today he comes on, he does that flick thing. He does that twice. He gets a goal from it. He just causes havoc. And I think, like I said, I would have liked to have seen that sub earlier, maybe at half time, And maybe, just maybe, we would have, you know, seen a different result if he came on at half time. Um, probably the badges, they didn't render probably. No, it's we're the home team on the thumbnail. If you have a look, it says Liverpool versus Fulham, not Fulham versus Liverpool. But it's all good, bro. You've got so much to do. I appreciate you for helping me out. Moza says that Thiago injury has upset me more than the result. Has anything else come out about the Thiago injury? If it has, then please let me know in the comments. But no trolling. Only be serious if you've seen something. I'm going to search it on Twitter now. Um, I've got a bag of notifications. Jeez. Uh, let's have a look. I'm going to search it now to see if there is anything. Uh, Klopp says, if nobody wants to leave, we are done. Oh, no, that was a long time ago. Um... Doesn't appear to be an update yet, but we'll see what Klopp says about it. Uh, fingers crossed it's nothing. And there's 17 people in this stream, which I appreciate. That's probably the most I've ever had. So if you want to, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that like button, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I will massively appreciate it. But yeah, where was I? Darwin Nunes, he's just a baller, isn't he? He's an absolute baller. We've seen it so far in, what, two proper games now, but two cameos from the bench. So, 60 minutes in, in combined from Man City and today, and he's got two goals and assist. 
So obviously he's going to start against Crystal Palace and, you know, it is what it is. He, he'll be absolutely fine. Fabio Carvalho, the slap that like button and subscribe for Ben, my brother. Fabio Carvalho, I think... What do you guys think of Fabio Carvalho and his performance today? Because I don't know, was it me or was he a bit quiet? Like, I didn't really see him change the game too much. I didn't really see the point in bringing him on for Diaz, if I'm completely honest. He's a baller. He's going to be absolutely special for us. I'm 100% sure. But in today's game, I don't know, for a young kid like him against his former club when we're losing the game. Was we losing when he came on? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I don't know about Fabio Carvalho today. Um, but that's nothing to do with him. You know, the boys let him down, really. They should have been in a position where we're two or three nil up and then Fabio comes on and it's easier for him. But yeah, there's it's, it's a lot of pressure on Fabio's shoulders today. Um, Ali says, Tiago is old news. Hendo Curtis, Harvey, Naby, Ox are not good enough. I don't agree with that, mate. If only the owners were not stingy, not, not buying better midfielders as accepting City winning the league. I, I don't agree with that. Um, Harvey and Naby are definitely good enough for this team. Um, whether they whether Naby is available as much as you want him to is a different story, but he's definitely good for this team. And I'm sorry, mate, but I'm gonna have to say only a fool would say Naby Carter isn't good enough for this team. Harvey Elliott is certainly good enough for this team. We saw that last season and we're seeing it now. Um, Ox, I agree with you there. Curtis Jones is just a squad player, so I, I don't really see a problem with him. And Henderson, yeah, everyone's quite clear on Henderson right now. This is all on clock. Stop with this loyalty, SHIT. Henderson is no longer good at an eight, and Firmino is not that guy. Is it all on clock, though? That's my question. Is it all on clock? Because what if Klopp, if the owners said to Klopp, you can have Bellingham now, he's not going to turn around and say, no, I don't want him now, is he? Like, he's not going to do that. But I don't know. It's tough because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Like, we've broke even in terms of the money spent this season. Um, and there should be more money to spend, technically, based on what we've made, what we've accumulated, players that have left. But um, there isn't. We've not spent anything and it doesn't look like we're going to spend anything else. So that can only make me think we're waiting for something big to come up. And if that means a season where we are relying on these players for one more season... It could cost us in the end, but, you know, if it is what it is. We know how the club's run. I don't think it's necessarily anything on Klopp. A lot of people will blame Klopp for it, but in my opinion, I just don't see really um, how you can. Klopp doesn't run the club. Klopp doesn't decide who comes in. Klopp doesn't decide who goes out. It is what it is. I don't know. We don't know how, how a football club runs, especially one that Liverpool. Yeah, we were losing when he came on. Okay, first. Um, I don't like him on the wing. I think he'd be much better as an eight. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he will play on the wing too much. I think maybe we needed to bring fresh legs on and Diaz was a bit, um, a bit, you know, de not depleted, but like he'd, he's played a lot, hasn't he, in preseason and that. So maybe we just needed to literally get somebody on for him and Fabio is the only, only option. Uh, he's quite, he was quiet, to be fair, had that one chance where on another day he nestles top bins, but it was SHRT performance. So not asked. Yeah, 100%. I don't think that you can read too much into the subs that came on, to be honest. Diaz had a slow game, didn't get into the game like he normally does. Should have been driving at Tete after his initial yellow, but just didn't see the normal Diaz today. And I said on a on a stream on Chris Khan's channel, Big Up Chris, by the way, um, we do a Young Book show, and I said this is a potential banana skin. Um, I literally said that. 
And I thought we would win, but I never I never saw a 4 0 like what people were predicting. For me, that was a bit of a, a naive prediction from some fans thinking that we're going to rock up at Craven Cottage, their first game of the season, our first game of the season, at half 12 and get the win. Like, I thought we were going to win, sorry, but I, I never thought we were going to absolutely batter them. And it, you know, it, it turns out I was I was right and I didn't want to be right. I didn't want this to be a tough game, but I'd like to think after watching football for what? Pretty much all my life, I have a good understanding of the game and I can call when games are going to be tough. And I knew today would be a tough game. I said, if we win, it will be 2-1 or 2-0. It's not going to be a crazy scoreline where we just, you know, absolutely blow them away. I never saw that coming. So, um, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Jurgen Klopp has said, uh, the best thing about this game is... What? Oh, Jurgen. I've just seen that quote. Yeah, he's not done himself any favours there at all with that. Uh, I've seen it on TAT. Blaming the pitch, blaming the dryness of it. He's not done himself any favours. We were rubbish and that is the end result. He doesn't have to blame the pitch. He doesn't have to, you know... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that quote. Uh, the fact that we have Everton and Forest away at half 12 is going to be tough. 100%. These half 12 games are not a joke. People think it's just excuses, but it's really not. Um, so I've never been confident of a heart of game and I never will. I, I hate them so much. Talking about Fulham for just a minute, this man here, Alexander Mitrovic, is this going to be a season where he takes off in the Premier League at last? Is this going to be his time? Because he bullied us today. He was a bully for Virgil van Dijk. He was a bully for Joel Matip. He was a constant threat for Fulham and, you know, fair play to him because... He's always done it in the championship, but he's never quite made it to that level in the Prem. And obviously, it's only one game in and, you know, you can't really read too much into that. But from what I saw from him today, he's going to be a monster this season. If he can do that against us and Virgil van Dijk, then he's going to be he's going to be crazy. But is there any more Klopp quotes before? Because I, I want to wrap up. Um, this result was not about the ref, Klopp says. That's interesting. It wasn't about the ref. The ref was bad, but we were just... We can't blame the ref for that performance. We we weren't good. We weren't anywhere near our best. So, yeah. Any more comments? Guys, if you haven't liked the video, the stream, please like it. I'm only on six likes. I was about 17 of you in there a minute ago. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's just disappointing, isn't it? We all know. What needs to happen? We need a centre mid, especially if Thiago is going to be injured. And D says he's got to shoot. I'll watch the rest later. We're going to finish in a minute anyway. But everyone hit the lights and get Ben to 200. My guy, bro. Appreciate you a lot. But um, yeah, the whole centre mid thing. I always said going into this season, we needed a right back, a centre mid and a forward. We got the right back in Ramsey. We got the forward in Nunes, but pretty much only because Mane left. And we don't have the centre mid yet. And I've kind of accepted it's not going to happen. I've kind of accepted that, you know, we need to just hope that we can get Bellingham in the summer. But if Thiago is out for a while, uh, it's going to be it's going to be bleak. It's not going to be good. Um, I like to stay confident. I like to go into every game with confidence. And everybody that knows me will know that I'll never write this team off. But 
I don't know. I think um, I think it's glaringly obvious what we need. And if the board want us to win something this season, they'll go and address it. I'm not going to sit here and say, if we don't sign a centre mid, we're not going to achieve anything because I think we can. But it certainly increases our chances significantly. So I don't know who's out there. Matthias Nunes, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe the kid from Salzburg. I forgot his name. But I, that's the thing. Who is actually out there that comes into this team and, and improves us and takes us up to that next level? Bellingham, Barella. Probably not going to be able to get either of them this window. But we'll see how long Thiago is out for first. And then we'll have those conversations. But guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. It's only been myself today. Thank you for everybody that's tuned in. I did have 17 people in the stream earlier, which is the most I've ever had. So big up to each and every single one of you that dropped by. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to YouTube. Put your notifications on. Also on Instagram as well. And I'll be tweeting out like clips of the streams and stuff and, you know, on, on stories and that. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. Hopefully we'll, we'll fix up in the next week and go again at home next week to Crystal Palace and it will be a completely different Liverpool side. But um, yeah, I appreciate each and every single one of you that has dropped by today because uh, this wasn't a stream I was particularly looking forward to, but you guys have you know helped me out, making it easier for me. So I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Subscribe, like the channel, turn notifications on and I will see you after, hopefully we'll be in Crystal Palace. Take care, guys.